knew his presence gave his wife pain, and so he kept her close. He slept late, and Matilda had come to enjoy the freedom of the mornings. Not that she particularly needed to be out this morning, for the Duke had surprised her by leaving for London and taking his brutish valet, his constant shadow, Rougemont, with him. He had now been gone for three weeks and had not written to tell her when he meant to return. But as she approached the great house, she feared a trick and that he might be there waiting for her. She had no friends in the county, the Duke having choked off any calls. She had learned not to become too friendly with the tenants, for the Duke would find out and punish them by raising their rents. There were no servants in the huge staff who would dare to show her any warmth or interest. They had all been hand-picked by the Duke, even her own lady's maid. And they watched her. They watched her constantly, for the Duke encouraged them all to spy on his wife. She remembered the time on one of her walks when she had come across a small child who had fallen out of a tree. She had carried the child home and had been entertained by the grateful parents. The warmth of human company had been so wonderful she had forgotten for the moment about her husband. She learned that the next day the family had been evicted from their cottage. Matilda had rebelled. She had taken a small piece of jewellery that was her very own to the nearest town and sold it, tracked the family down to the workhouse and given them a substantial sum of money. Of course, the Duke learned of it, and she was kept locked in her room and half-starved for a month. But the family had escaped. Of that she was sure, for she had urged them to leave the county as soon as possible. Since then... She had not found the courage to make a stand on anything. Although her husband had been absent for three weeks, Matilda was always conscious of the watching servants. She made her way to the breakfast room. The sideboard was groaning with dishes as usual, just as if there were an army of guests instead of one miserable and lonely duchess. She tried to eat, but the food seemed to choke her. Her gowns were beginning to hang on her now spare figure. After breakfast, she went up to her room and sat wearily down at the toilet table to brush her hair. But her new lady's maid, Betty, appeared, and silently took the brush from her and began to brush her mistress's now lank hair. Then Matilda saw a small nosegay of flowers on the toilet table and reached out a wandering hand to touch them. "'How did these nasty weeds get there, Your Grace?' demanded Betty. Matilda looked at them thoughtfully. It was an amateurish arrangement, a child's arrangement. "'Don't you like them?' she asked. "'I put them there myself this morning.' Betty sniffed and continued to brush Matilda's hair. A little glow of warmth entered Matilda's heart as she looked at the simple bunch of wildflowers.' Someone liked her enough to pay her a tribute. But the glow quickly fled. It must have been one of the servants, and if that servant were discovered, then he or she would be dismissed. She stood up and submitted to having her gown removed and a fresh one put on. I wish I were Miss Bloggs of nowhere, thought Matilda. 
Then I could make my own meals and put on my own clothes and be as free as the air. She half reached out a hand, intending to take one of the flowers and pin it on her gown, but withdrew her hand quickly. She must show no particular interest in that little bouquet. She passed the day reading and walking a day that ended in a glorious sunset, eating her solitary meal and waited on by two footmen and the butler and under-butler, all supervised by the house steward. Matilda began to feel freer than she had in a long time. She must not waste each day dreading her husband's return. On the morrow, she would sleep late and then perhaps take a drive out into the countryside. Provided she talked to no one, she could not bring harm to anyone. It was rather like having the plague or the evil eye, she thought. After dinner, she went up to...